All right, welcome back to another episode of Real Talk. Jeff here, Brad as usual, with our special guest, Jared. We'll start with you, man. Jared, how are you? Uh, been pretty busy lately, honestly. It's been a while since I podcasted. I'm getting married in two months, so you know, wedding planning is coming uh, full force at this point. I yeah. uh, just got a house in the fall, so yard works, getting after that. So I've been, honestly, super busy. Obviously, yeah. as you can tell, I have a little bit of a cold right now, but we're going to work through it and power through it for you guys. Brad, what's going on, dude? Dude, nothing much. You know how excited I am about mock season. I love putting them together. I love the whole draft process. Um, I cannot wait. Uh, this will be the first year that I am off of work the entire weekend of the draft, so I can stay up late, watch it, enjoy adult activities while watching the draft, you know, and just really take it all in. I'm excited Steelers have three picks in the first 50, so um, it should be exciting for me personally. I just... Uh, Love draft season. I love seeing the calls, the guys breaking down, crying when they get the calls. I, I love those videos. So it's just a great time of the year. It's just full optimism for all teams. Maybe a few hate their picks, but it's just an entire season of this is the next guy to give my team a chance. Yeah. Uh, Jared, it's been a while. I don't remember the last pod you were on with us. It's probably Michigan, Ohio State, if I had to guess, right? Um, I don't know if I was on for, with you guys. I was on for the preseason one. I'm pretty positive. That's the last time I was with you guys. Really? I think you came on ours for Ohio yeah. State Michigan Week. Yeah, but I thought there was another one in there. Maybe I'm wrong. But, Jared, you've been on before. Welcome back. I'm excited to have you on. Uh, here's what we're going to do, guys. We're going to do a full first-round mock. Uh, we are going to include the Steelers at 32 today. That's just kind of how we already did it. But on Thursday night, it's only going to be 31 picks because the Dolphins are cheaters, and they lost theirs. So, Brad is going to take the odd picks. So he'll get the number one overall and go odd after that. Jared is going to get the even. So he'll start with two overall and go even after that. I am just going to moderate. I'm not going to make any picks today. Uh, if anybody drafts an absolute bump for New England at 14, which would be Jared, I'm going to just railroad him. Uh, and then we'll hear a couple of mocks after this is all said and done. Brad's personal, Jared's personal. So you basically get three mocks for the price of one today. Thanks for tuning in. And uh, with that being said, it is now officially time. Carolina, via trade, gets the number one overall pick from the Bears. The Panthers are on the clock. Brad, what's the pick? There's not enough things that have happened over the course of two months for this pick to change. They traded to one knowing what they wanted. Um, I think Bryce Young has been the pick for the Carolina Panthers for a long time. Um, there is nothing to question about this guy except – his body size, is he too small? He has every other intangible, none of them have ever been questioned. His arm is good enough. His accuracy is good. Mobility's there. His mentals are all there, leadership capabilities, and he was coached by Nick Saban. So I think Bryce Young, I have done, guys, 60 mock drafts in my head, so many picks, this and that, random stuff. I love this stuff. I have never wavered off the first pick. Bryce Young has been number one the entire time. All right. Uh, is what it is. I think I'm going to wait a little bit to give you guys my opinion on the quarterbacks of this class because uh, this won't be the last one taken in the first round, unlike last year. So uh, with that being said, number two overall belongs to the Houston Texans. They are on the clock. Jared, what's the pick? So I'm not going to get too much into it. I don't know if Houston's going to be picking here Thursday night. 
But okay. for this, they are picking. Um, so C.J. Stroud's agent is the same as Deshaun Watson's. I'm not sure if there's a rift and there's a reason why he will not be drafted by the Texans, but I don't think he's going to be taken by them. And that leaves two guys left, and that's Will Anderson or Tyree Wilson's, both defensive ends. And we look at it, I think a lot of people are saying Will Anderson is Aiden Hutchinson of last year. And then Tyree Wilson is the the Trevon Walker of last year. It's who is who has the most prototypes and who actually performed on the field in college. I think the Texans brought in D'Amico Ryans, a defensive-minded coach. He actually played at Alabama. Um, so for that reason, I'm going to go with Will Anderson Jr., getting uh, selected by the Texans, and that's two Alabama guys to go in the first two picks. Will Anderson, if I'm not mistaken, was being talked about last year with the Aiden Hutchinsons, with the Walkers, and he would have potentially been the number one defensive end edge rusher off the board last year. So this makes a lot of sense. Um, For whatever reason, I've seen some mocks seeing him going down in the 9 and 10 range. I don't see it. But uh, good spot here at Houston. And we're a pro Dougie Mills podcast. We have been since day one. So I'm not going to I'm not going to sit here and tell you they need a quarterback. I just think they need a good team around him. Uh, With that said. Number three, the Arizona Cardinals. It is the pick. Brad, you're on the clock. Yeah, this is so fun because, like I said, I do so many mocks, but. I do them all against myself, you know, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. with no trades. Um, it's just funny. The thought process, what you see on your podcast and what you listen to, what I listen to and yeah. how opinions can differ. Uh, Will Anderson is gone. Um, Arizona's not happy. <laughs> That's how Will Anderson's gone. They wanted him. But what they will do is they will take the physical protege who does not have the question marks off the field. They will take Tyree Wilson edge from Texas tech. Um, I am a firm believer in the process that you need a quarterback. You need to defend your quarterback and you need to get the other team's quarterback. <clears throat> edge rusher is the most important position on your defense and they need it bad. So Tyree Wilson uh, will go off the board at three as the quarterbacks continue to slide further down. I don't hate the pick, but ever since they've had Kyler Murray, it seems like they take a bunch of defensive players. It sounds like Kyler has asked to the last couple of years for them to take offensive linemen, and the newest one that he is asking for is Paris Johnson out of Ohio State. Any consideration with taking him there, or were you pretty much set on Tyree Wilson here? There was some consideration, but at the same time, Kyler can't know enough about college offensive linemen because NCAA hasn't been out since 2014. So how would he know what offensive linemen are good? So I think they'll hear that and say every quarterback wants a line, sure. But they also picked up a guard and a tackle off free agency list. So they've done things to address that. Um, And this year, I think the Cardinals may be shot fighters. Why Kyler may not play half the year is injured. I think they're going to try and bolster a defense and then revisit maybe what they can do next offseason. Uh, rumor is DeAndre Hopkins in the next 48 hours could be out the door. Um, we'll see. The Cardinals are a train wreck. We'll get into that in the preseason breakdowns. Cardinals are a yuck. Number four overall pick belongs to the Indianapolis Colts. They're on the clock. Jared, what's the pick? Well, I was hoping to finally see C.J. Stroud play a football game at Lucas Oil Stadium. However, ah, you beat me to the joke. <laughs> however, he uh, he botched his interview with the with the Colts, from what I'm hearing. So I don't think I'll see him in a Colts uniform playing in that stadium. 
Uh, I was going to go with Levis. They're going to take quarterback at four. No doubt about that. I was going to say Levis, but I th- everything I've seen, I did those. I looked at the six mock drafts by uh, NFL personnel, and there's he is top five in all of them, Richardson is. Not sure why. NFL teams love a project, and what bigger project than Anthony Richardson? So I think the Colts are going to uh, select Anthony Richardson at number four. That's a good pick here. Here's here's my biggest thing is like, if you're gonna take a guy like this, you have to be a solid franchise with a stable like a stable organization, good franchise. You got a good owner, good coach. The Colts semi fit that mold, like. I'm sorry, but like five years ago, if the Cleveland Browns take Anthony Richardson, I'm, I'm joking about that. Like, I'm laughing. Like, what are you guys doing? The Colts feel like they're able to take on this project. I, I don't know if you agree or disagree here. This isn't a bad pick. I think CJ Stroud's the pick here as far as like better either or type deal. We'll talk about quarterbacks a little bit later, but uh, Anthony Richardson comes in. Yeah, I just a, just a quick thing. I think a lot of people are jumping on this train as well because – what Shane Steichen could do with Jalen Hurts. They feel like an athletic quarterback. I think Jalen Hurts is a better thrower, but what you can perform with the read options, the quarterback sneaks, you know, you have Jonathan Taylor, what you can kind of manufacture with his athleticism fits Shane Steichen and what he did well last year with Jalen Hurts. Well, and I think the previous three years with the Colts, just trying to go with old yeah. white quarterbacks that can't even walk and walk anymore, walk anymore, walk anymore. Complete opposite direction is probably the best thing to do right now. Mix it up. Uh, pick five belonged to the Broncos, as we know with the Russell Wilson trade. That now belongs to the Seattle Seahawks. Pick five is here. Brad, you're on the clock. Yeah, um, I think they really wanted an edge rusher. Um, unfortunately, they're both gone. Um, I think the offense is going to be okay here at the fives pick. I think Pete Carroll, his personality, him willing to take on maybe a personality others have questions about, and Bobby Wagner being the captain on that defense. Um, I don't like the notion of Jalen Carter falling past six, just on pure ability. Um, Pete Carroll starts with the defense, and I think Jalen Carter, defensive tackle from Georgia, goes off the board here to the Seattle Seahawks. Yeah, I mostly agree. I, I think he's a top 10 pick. Anything after that is uh, – I could I could definitely see him passing through the top four, especially because Carolina, Houston, the Colts are all QB-needing teams. Even the Seahawks are kind of quote-unquote QB-needy, potentially what you think about Geno. They did just sign him, though, so I would imagine that's off their board. Uh yeah, I think he could potentially fall to, you know, a six, seven, or eight, but I don't think he goes past top ten. You say you don't see him past six, and I, I tend to agree. I think Jalen well, Carter, despite his issues, before the personality things came out, he was number he one. He was the number ball. one prospect on every board. You can question some things that we learn some more, but if he gets in there with a Pete Carroll, Bobby Wagner can focus down. Mm-hmm. I think he's an instantaneous difference maker. So number six belonged to the L.A. Rams, but we all know the Rams. Fuck them picks. Traded <laughs> it, traded them to the Lions for Matthew Stafford. Number six belongs to the Detroit Lions. Jared, you're on the clock. 
So the Detroit Lions, uh, they, I mean, they can go a lot of different ways here. And I don't think any of yeah. them are bad. I don't think they can mess this pick up, no matter They're what good. they do. They're the Lions. Um, Settle down. Whoa, no, so, I agree with Jared here. So I think, um, I think quarterback here is not terrible option for them. Keeping golf there for another year or two, see what happens, but have that guy for another three years with the fifth-year option. However, I did not take quarterback. I went with Devin Witherspoon, cornerback of Illinois. They just got rid of Jeff Akuda. For some reason, that that marriage didn't work out. He's in Atlanta now. But I think they're going to fill that hole back up with Devin Witherspoon, who was a stud this year in the Big Ten. Yeah, I like the pick. I agree with you. Not sure how uh, Akuda didn't work out there and why they kind of moved off him and then just to draft a corner here. Uh, but the Lions fall very closely to the 49ers a couple of years ago for me, and I've said this on the pod <laughs> multiple times to Brad. Imagine if the Niners didn't trade up for Trey Lance and instead they used the pick to draft players. Could they have won the Super Bowl? That's where the Lions are at. They're that close. Do not take a quarterback. Jared Goff's plenty good for what you have. And if at that point, if you fell, you fell short, it, it's not going to be Jared Goff that kind of held you back, in my opinion. I think it's going to be other reasons. So at this point, fill out your team, get get some depth, and Witherspoon's the, is a good pick here. Yeah, I I maybe some Lions fans, if you're listening, you're like, we picked up uh, EJ Mosley from the 49ers and Cam Sutton from the Steelers, who are each maybe the best corners on their teams. In today's NFL, if you want to beat Mahomes, if you want to beat Allen, if you want to beat Burrow, you need three corners. You could argue, well, we could get a safety later. Yeah, all your interior edge rushers and your D linemen are gone. You know, they were 30th against the rush last year, but you have to take one of the two corners. If this is how the draft plays out, that's the correct pick. I think Devin Witherspoon's the right pick. Yeah. So going back to the quarterback situation, how long do you think golf can thrive in Detroit? Because we all we all think that Detroit's going to rise as a team, correct? Yep. So they're not going to be picking uh, this high. For I how don't long? necessarily agree, but okay, but they're not going to be picking. Can we agree they're not going to be picking top ten based off roster and the way they trended I, last I year? No, I don't know that. Well, this isn't their pick, so they're picking eighteen this year. Yeah. Okay, so, so I'm thinking if they can't jump up to get quarterback now, when will they? Or is golf there for the next five years? I'm, they trust I'm going to split you guys right Why? down the middle. I think. I agree with more with Jared, and I agree with Jeff. You have to bolster the team now. But, Jared, um, you're saying, like, the team is on the up and up. I think that's because of Goff. I don't think Goff is just there along the ride. I think he was a massive part of that. He went, like, seven weeks without turning the ball over. Their offense scored 30 points in, like, 12 of their 17 games. They are one of the top scoring teams. The defense is what let them down, and they have done everything in the offseason to address that. Um, I think Jared Goff is their quarterback. He was drafted in 2016. In 2026, he'll be a 10-year vet. I I think you could see Jared Goff as the Lions quarterback to maybe even 2030. Like Jared Goff, is he even 30 years old yet? He's got to be. Look up I Jared think was he drafted 2015 or 2016? <laughs> he was actually drafted was like, pretty young, though. Jared Goff is 28 years old. Wow. Yeah. Jared Goff has a decade left in the league. If he plays well, I think he has five to six easy good years. I think you continue to build around him. It sucks that their wide receiver got suspended, but they bring back Marvin Jones Jr. for a year. Amon Raz, what makes that tick tock over there in the wide receiver room. They have two capable running backs again. They have a good foundation at the at Aiden Hutchinson. They've added all these pieces. 
I think you keep building defense. The Lions are a good team. Why I I think you find it hard for a lot of people not to pick the Lions to win that division. I think Jared Goff is their quarterback for a long time. And so Detroit I, Detroit tends to give especially <clears throat> the quarterback position more time than they probably deserve. Uh, yeah. Stafford didn't win playoff games, but he threw it for a ton of yards. Uh, John Kitna wasn't very good. They allowed him to be their starter way longer than he should have been. There's other guys too. So yeah. it wouldn't shock me about Jared Goff either. Go ahead, Jared. I'm, I mean, I'm not saying I disagree or agree with this. I was just wondering the question of is Goff the future for the Lions? Yeah. If it is, then draft cornerback. If not, you have to have that. You have to at least question maybe quarterback is the right spot. Because even if golf is here for the next two years, you still have a quarterback with three years. We're going to have to start paying the other players around to him. Yeah. But now you're still paying the quarterback for a rookie deal. That's There's a lot of Jenga pieces that have to be put together to make <clears throat> it work. Right. So in, in to solve that, what I would do if I was the Lions is I would keep bolstering my team. But somewhere between the third and fifth round almost every year, I'm going to take a, a quarterback and see if, see if they pan out in camp. Take one of those guys who are going to fall down down into the third, fifth round. But take one every year. But <clears throat> you can't waste a top two pick on it. Las Vegas Raiders, pick number seven. Brad, you're on the clock. Yeah, um, a lot of people are going to say, finally, this is where C.J. Stroud has to go. You're going to back up Jimmy G, who's hurt a lot. You know, what's going to happen with him? You're going to need a backup plan. But um, I don't think that's the case. I think... What Dan said in the comments on Real Talk, I think what a lot of Raiders fans tell me is we need defense. And I think that's what they're going to get. Um, I understand there's two quarterbacks now, Stroud and Levis, who, like, they would be gone in a lot of mock drafts, but they're not here and they're not going to go here at seven. They're going to take Christian Gonzalez. Um, they're going to take the, the top corner off the board. You're in a division with Russell Wilson, who now has Sean Payton, the Chargers and Justin Herbert, the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes, you can never have enough corners. And I don't even know if the Raiders have one. Uh, the eighth pick belongs to the Atlanta Falcons, a <clears throat> team I can't wait to break down this fall, believe it or not. It's a quiet, good team. Uh, Jared, it's your pick here. Oh, man. Um, okay. Oh, tough, tough, I, didn't tough. Think I didn't think Stroud was going to be here at eight. So that's throwing a wrench into the system right now. Take them. Because I don't know how much the Falcons trust Ritter. They also have Heineke. Just don't forget that. They signed Heineke. Okay, I, I am this a is a pro Taylor Heineke pod. I am all in for that. I am okay with this. <laughs> they have two guys and they signed one. I just want to let that be known. Don't forget okay. that they have those guys. Okay, well, I guess I'll leave C.J. Stroud out there for a little bit longer then. Uh, C.J. Oh, Stroud might be better than both. I wouldn't be mad if you them. <laughs> I just didn't want you to forget they have the guys. That's all. I just I just don't see – Atlanta needs a lot, and they need more than just a quarterback. So I'm going to go with a project from Georgia in edge rusher Nolan Smith. I'm going to take him and put him on the Falcons. I have no problem with him being the third edge rusher off the board, but I cannot believe he's going in the top ten. Yeah, so, I, I'm with you. Georgia stays home. Atlanta makes a little sense there. All he's right. Kind of, he's a freak. He's a freak. I mean, he's a freak. Let's see what happens. Yeah. So here we have the Carolina Panthers trading the pick to the Bears. Obviously, Carolina has the number one pick now. So this belongs to the Chicago Bears. Uh, they decide to keep Justin Fields and move off that number one pick, knowing the value of it. 
They have pick nine. Brad, what's the pick? Yeah, you can never have too many Ohio State quarterbacks on one team. C.J. Stroud here off the – no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, um, there's a lot that needs to happen with Chicago. But first and foremost, you have to protect Justin Fields. He's kind of just been on his back too much. So in order to do that, you have to get a big offensive lineman like – or – you get him the best offensive player in the draft, Bijan Robinson. Goes number nine to the Chicago Bears. Short yardage throws, great runner, doesn't need the best O-line. Take pressure off of um, Justin Fields. The amount of playbook options that come alive when you have a threat like Bijan Robinson. Um, I like him going to the Bears. I know a lot of people have him going to the Eagles. This was an easy spot for an offensive lineman, Brad. You screwed it up. Well, I'm not putting it past the Bears to screw this pickup, okay? They're going to have plenty of options, and they lost David Montgomery. They have nothing in their backfield. I'm going with B. John Robinson here to number nine, Chicago Bears. Tell me why you hate it. I don't. I don't hate it. Uh, but you know me. I'm very vocal about this. Running backs do not add Super Bowl team value. The Bears have improved this team a shitload. And I say shitload because I think it's deserving. They've made a lot of changes to this team. Yes. It's going to compete. That's why I'm not so quick to crown the Lions. I don't think the Vikings go into the tank. The Packers aren't going to be a two-win team. That's why I'm kind of pumping the brakes on the Lions. It's, it's the Bears team. have made moves. The running back doesn't feel like the pick here. It just you can find one in the third round. And I know it's like, boy, it's not Bijan. Yeah, but you'll get value. It's just I don't hate the pick, but the Bears are too good to kind of just take a running back. And I know it's a good running back, and I know it's your dude from Texas, and I think he's the right. best running back in this draft by a mile. It can't be the pick, in my opinion. But, Jared, what do you got here? I'm just pissed like... off that he took my he took my pick. Oh, yeah. <laughs> A lot of people have him going to the Eagles. Um, he might even go there in my personal mock. Who knows? But – That's all I got, really. I mean, number 10. Here we go. So, number 10 belonged to the New Orleans Saints. It was traded away to the Eagles. This is almost the fifth overall pick. The Super Bowl runner-up has the Philadelphia Eagles at 10. Jared, what is the pick? If the Bears select Bijan, Philadelphia would not be picking at number 10. And I don't, I don't see that changing. Um, however, I'm going to go with an offensive lineman. I would say he's the best available player outside of quarterbacks on the board. So he's versatile. He can play in multiple positions. I'm going to go Peter Skaronski out of Northwestern. Skaronski, NFL bloodline. All right. Uh, this is like my second or third team, weirdly enough, in the NFL. Pick number 11 belongs to the Tennessee Titans. This team went from number one seed to absolute train wreck overnight. They need a lot. Brad, what's the pick here? Mike Vrabel's an Ohio State guy, but he's also a meathead. Which quarterback does he take? I think he takes C.J. Stroud. I think Ryan Tannehill's running out of time. I think they got to take a quarterback, especially if they have their choice of two. Vrabel's going to take the Ohio State guy, C.J. Stroud, and they're going to try and fix this thing up because uh, you got to, 
Ryan Tannehill is not a long-term solution. I'm going to make something very clear. I think the Titans will be selecting an offensive lineman here because there's no way in hell C.J. Stroud's here at 11. That's the only issue when we do a mock right. with no yes. trades. Yes. This pick doesn't make sense. C.J. Stroud doesn't get picked past 10. Um, and if the Tennessee Titans stay put at 11 and C.J. Stroud lands to them, they will be jumping for joy. Right. They would fall in love with this. They will literally be sprinting to Robert Goodell, Roger Goodell, and handing him the pick, kissing him on the cheeks, and waiting for the player to show up on stage. It would be I can't a massive day in Tennessee. Day, dude, I'm so juiced. Hey, hey, was there any thought of receiver with this pick? There was a hundred percent thought of receiver, and I'd like to add again. I cannot wait till my personal <laughs> mock draft, Jared. I'm so juiced about it. So number Absol- twelve, hey, the Titans. If it is an offensive player, a plus pick for the Titans. They have, I mean, yeah. they have Derrick Henry and humans. I don't think that. Well, I already forgot his name. Forgive me. Their wide receiver they picked last year, first round. Traylon Burks. Traylon Burks is a good player. I don't know that he's AJ Brown. Matter of fact, I know he's not. Stop. But he's a good player. Give him some time. Give him some time. Uh, the 12th overall pick belongs to the Cleveland Browns. They traded it to the Houston Texans to acquire Deshaun Watson. Houston Texans at 12. Post Will Anderson. Belongs to- <clears throat> Jared. Ugh. Who's the pick? This is their second of the first round. You got both of their picks, so you're rebuilding this franchise here. You know who it's got to be, Jared. You just don't want to say his name. So at this point, it's it's either Will Levis, Caleb Williams, or Drake May. I think I'll wait (laughs) till next year. I'm going to go Jackson Smith and Jigba, receiver at Ohio State. That's got to be the pick. He's the the best, outside of Bijan, the best offensive weapon, and he's still available at 12. Um, big need for a receiver in Houston after they just got rid of Brandon Cooks. So give him a year to play and then bring a quarterback in next year, and I guess we go from there in Houston. <laughs> so just to clarify, this is pre-draft, during draft. Um, you think Will Levis is garbage. Is that what I'm picking up? Do you think he's going to be a total flop in the NFL? If you can't beat out Sean Clifford for okay. a starting quarterback position – why are you getting drafted in the first round of the NFL and Sean Clifford's going to work at a bank next year? So I got to find a way to get Will Levis in this draft somewhere. All right. Green Bay Packers, Jeff, is that who's up next? Yeah. You just hit me with he's going to work at a bank. (laughs) I heard it. I heard I'm trying to be professional up here, okay? Here we go. (laughs) Number 13 belonged to the New York Jets, but after a pick swap to acquire Aaron Rodgers, they have given the pick to the Green Bay Packers. The Green Bay Packers are on the clock at 13. Brad, who's the pick? Yeah, Green Bay Packers have traditionally drafted defense. They have Jordan Love. They lose Alan Lazard, Randall Cobb, Robert Tunyon. They need a lot of options on offense, and they would just love, they would just love their little cigars, whiskeys in a back room watching the media explode over them, finally taking an offensive guy now that Aaron Rodgers is gone. The type of shit they get off on. However... I think this is a home run. There's two guys. Um, some people will say a different name, but I think this is where 
it is a perfect pick for Michael Mayer, tight end Notre Dame, to go to the Green Bay Packers. You get a sixth offensive lineman, a great receiving threat, a safety blanket, a smart guy, a big guy used to playing in cold weather. Tight ends, there's going to be four to five in the first two rounds. I personally think there's going to be two to three in the first. Michael Mayer is my top tight end. Maybe it's because I've seen him more than the other guys live on television watching Notre Dame. I think this is a great spot for Green Bay to take a multi-purpose offensive weapon. Michael Mayer goes to the Green Bay Packers. What do you think? Yeah. I'm happy to take my pick. That's what they need. Good with me. Oh, so you had Michael Mayer to the Packers too? Yep. Fit him right where I was at anyway, so I'm good. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. It's time. Uh Uh-oh. The sixth time. Super Bowl champions, the greatest franchise in the NFL, is on the clock at number 14. Jared, who's the pick? Bill Belichick could be happier to pick the quarterback that puts mayonnaise in his coffee. Will Levis. I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding, Jeff. (laughs) You can't be real. Hey, real quick. Will Levis would be the best quarterback on their roster if they did that. He ain't better than Bailey Zappi. Okay. He ain't better than Zappi. He's not better than Bill Belichick himself, that quarterback. (laughs) Disagree. (laughs) We obviously feel different on Will Levis. Either way, okay. How how are we getting back to the Super Bowl? Who are we picking? Belichick actually is very happy with who is left on the board right now. There's two players that I need you to draft here. And he is going to be a stalwart that left tackle for years to come. Let's go. Paris Johnson Jr. No way he makes it here, but I would love the pick. No, absolutely not. I mean, it has to be the pick. That's the only available option at this point to pick. There's, there's, well, the value is too good. But the other pick that I'm hoping falls to 14 is Joey Porter. I would love Paris Johnson or Joey Porter at this pick here would absolutely be a home run. My home run pick, like Grand Slam, like, dude, walk off Grand Slam, just crush their soul. Jathan Smith's a jigba. That's not happening. We have to trade up. I do think that Joey Porter could be there at 14. I don't see Paris Johnson here at 14, but it happened. Here we are. So, all right, moving on. Uh, pick number 15 belonged to the Packers, as we just alluded to a second ago. They traded with the Jets over the Aaron Rodgers uh, trade with the pick swap. The New York Jets are on the clock. Brad, who's the pick? New York Jets look at their board and they say, who is the best tackle left available? Broderick Jones, offensive tackle, Georgia. Let's sure up both. We got Makai Becton. Let's get him. We got Elijah Vera Tucker. We've got plenty of weapons. Our defense is top five in the NFL. Let's just protect Aaron Rodgers and give him the time he needs. Roderick Jones. Love the pick. He's a solid pick. There's four good tackles that will go, great tackles that will go in the first round, and they're going to take one of them. Can you imagine that their offensive line would start Becton, Vera Tucker, and Jones? That'd be, that's filth. Pretty, pretty good. That's and they got Brees Lightning in the back. In the back. Yeah. Alan Lazard. Uh, Garrett you Wilson. You guys get it. Yeah. All right. The Washington Commanders at pick 16 are on the clock. Jared, who's the pick? It's going to be a cornerback. 
and I see Pittsburgh sitting there right behind me, and there's a specific name out there that I know they want as well. However, we're going to pass on him, and we're going to go Deontay Banks out of Maryland. Uh, Deontay Banks had one of the best games against one by the name of Marvin Harrison Jr., and I think if you have good games against him, you can succeed in the NFL, and that's all I needed to see. Brad. <laughs> yeah, so – um, Six-time uh, Super Bowl champions. Yeah, great. Pick seventeen. It's the Pittsburgh Steelers. They're on the clock. Who's the pick? Yeah, um, the Steelers um, at the spot in this draft would have loved either Darnell Wright or Joey Porter Jr. You can't lose. You're taking a top corner or a top left tackle. Um, I don't know if many people know this, but the Steelers' plan among contract talks when they sign Patrick Peterson, whether it's the start of this season halfway through or the beginning of next season, Patrick Peterson is going to be a safety next to Minka Fitzpatrick. He is making the move. They would love to pick Joey Porter Jr. here. Family ties, great corner, dominant in college, physical, fits the mold of the Steelers, and it will allow Patrick Peterson to move to safety faster if we have more corners. We got rid of Cam Sutton. It's got to be a plan to fill that void. Um, It makes too much sense. And me personally, um, I've seen that out of all the prospects, Joey Porter is the highest percentage chance to be picked at 17. It kind of falls where he's supposed to go. And it would be awesome since his dad wore 55 if Joey Porter Jr. wore five for the Pittsburgh <laughs> oh. Steelers. That would be super cool. I think it's a home I thought you were going to say 55. <laughs> no, 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 no. I just think for the fans, for the kid, for everybody, he can't be nine because of Chris Boswell if he gets drafted. Um, I think it's a perfect fit. It would be awesome. It's kind of like James Conner, you know, Pittsburgh guy coming home, Joey Porter's dad played. It'd be cool. All right. Lions picked sixth via trade. They're back on the clock here at 18. The Detroit Lions. Jared, who's the pick? So we got cornerback with the first pick, so we got that taken care of. So it's going to be a defensive lineman, and I think we're going to go with Lucas Van Ness out of Iowa. There was a lot of thought on Kalijah Kansi out of Pittsburgh. I personally don't like his measurables. He's a little bit smaller, not big, not not long arms. So I'm going to go Lucas Van Ness out of Iowa. Oh my god. Um, Brad, pick this 19 is, belongs to the perfect. Tampa Bay Bucks. There Tom is Brady's no gone. Way. Go ahead. No way they could have imagined a prospect like Will Levis would have made it to them at 19. Chris Godwin, Mike Evans as a deep threat. This fits this good offensive line. This is a home run pick. There's no shot he makes it to 19. Tampa Bay, right in Jared's face. He's going to be pissed on draft day. And by week eight, when Baker's out of there, Will Levis taking over. This is perfect. He gave me Tampa because he didn't want to take the Tampa Bay pick. But he hated Will Levis so bad he fell to a team that would gladly take a quarterback. They need defensive help. But Baker is not a starter long-term in the NFL, and they've given up on Kyle Trask. Will Levis, without having to trade for it, spoiler, this is not who they take in my draft. (laughs) But if he's here, I mean, they would have to take him, right? On draft day, take Tampa fans out of it. On draft day, would people be shocked if they didn't take Will Levis if he was there at 19? I think so. Jeff, you're in the middle here. I feel good about Will Levis. Jared hates him, and it's his team. Kind of puts a sour picture on it but i don't have a i honestly don't have an opinion either way on will levis truthfully 
<laughs> I mean, played with, at Kentucky with with very lack thereof wide receiver help, um, and put up decent numbers. wasn't fantastic. I mean, obviously he fits the mold. He can make a lot of the throws. He's a little bit mobile. Games in the SEC in two years. I understand that there's a question mark on his interceptions. I think that's coachable, and you can't name another Kentucky player on the team. And then secondly, I just think that there are some. You know, him posting the pictures and stuff. I get how his personality may be a question mark, but he was voted captain at Kentucky. He seems to be a guy's guy in the locker room. And from a physical standpoint, he has elite measurables from the shoulder down. Um, I just think Colin Cowherd said this. You can kind of talk Will Levis and anything you want him to be. You can say he turns the ball over too much and he's cocky and arrogant and he's not going to work. You can also say he had no help, was a physical specimen who won 17 games in the SEC in two years. He's a big, big question mark. So that's why I don't rip Jared for his take because, yes, he did lose out to Sean Clifford, and he went down to Kentucky, and things were different, and why would he be drafted? But you could also – like, there, this guy is a huge question mark. But I, I'm I, – you know, you know me, I'm always more optimism on most things, and I think Will Levis will be good, but – at 19, this has this has to be the pick. I think Justin Herbert get, is going to get him drafted at the end of the day. Josh Allen or Justin Herbert? Justin Herbert. See, I think Josh Allen, too. He was like this guy from Wyoming who won but turned the ball over too much, and then Brian Dayball coached him into what we see now. But granted, without Brian Dayball, you know, Josh Allen did take a dip. So it's going to count on coaching, but I don't know. I I just think Jared, that, Jared, this is your Tampa Bay Bucks. What, what's your opinion here? I know you hate the pick, but it's it's pretty obvious at this point. <laughs> um, so he threw for over 200 yards one time last year in SEC play. Once. I don't care who you have around you. You got 200 yards. That's that's nothing. Um, and then you said he's great from the shoulder down. The NFL is all about from the neck up. So I don't see how this works out. I don't see how he works out in the NFL. I hate the pick. But for some reason, NFL GMs and personnel seem to like him. I just don't. Good news is there's no way Tampa's getting him for you in the real draft. I don't think. I saw one uh, mock draft with him at 31. Ugh. So I was very, very confused by that as well. For what it's worth, New England brought him in to do their due diligence. Uh, pick 20 is the second time the Seattle Seahawks are going to be drafting. The first time it was drafted by Brad. This time it'll be drafted by you, Jared, taking turns rebuilding this team. Uh, they were a playoff team last year. Who are you taking here? Uh, I was thinking since he went trenches on the defensive side, I'm going to go trenches offensive side. And it won't be a tackle. It's going to be Osiris Torrance, interior old lineman out of Florida. Uh, they just drafted two um, rookies last year for tackle tackle purposes, so they don't need a tackle this year. Let's beef up the inside. Uh, receiver was very, very, very attractive in this position. I just did not see one that fit very well with what they have right now in Seattle. They have a slot guy already. they kind of a home run threat. Um, but, yeah, I'm going to go with Cyrus Torrance. Uh, pick 21 belongs to the L.A. Chargers. Speaking of Justin Herbert just a minute ago. They're on the clock. Brad, what's the pick here? Yeah, Justin Herbert, they have a good old line. They have a good defense. This team kind of underperformed. We're going to hope that can change with Kellen Moore at the offensive side of the ball. 
but there's question marks when it comes to Keenan Allen. The receiver room couldn't stay 100% healthy, and you have a chance to keep a former Bolitnikoff Award winner in his home in, in the state he just played. And I think Jordan Addison, wide receiver USC, stays in California, and uh, the Los Angeles Chargers take at 21 the second wide receiver off the board, much different than what we've been seeing the last few years. I think so far that's one of the more unrealistic aspects of this mock so far, that neither of you have been aggressive taking wide receivers. Do you think that's the lack lack of talent at wide receiver on the top end? Do you well, think that's the the depth in this draft at receiver, or do you think it's just team need? What's your opinion first, Brad? I, I think when you when you put in the mix of good tight ends, which can be linemen and pass catchers, you know, I have one of yeah. them going. Um, I think when you have four offensive tackles who are all could go in the first 16 picks you have three corners good on defense you have you have anywhere from two to five edge rushers that could if people need them they're there to be taken I think wide receivers there's just no like super dominant guy other than Jackson Smith and Jigba and you could potentially even see him slide simply because teams would be like well he didn't play last year what is he um but I, I would say I don't find it too crazy because in my personalized mock draft that we're going to get to later that has trades, the Chargers take a receiver, and it's only the third receiver off my board instead of the second. Like, I only have one more going in my mock. Um, I also think that because the last two years have been so wide receiver heavy, a lot of teams feel they already have two, whether it's through free agency or through the draft. And with it being so deep the last few years, the way you said running backs will be there in the second, third, fourth round. Well, mm-hmm. soak if you need a speed guy, there's some out there. If you need a deep threat or a possession guy, they'll be there. I just think the depth of wide receiver teams are starting to push that back a little bit. But, you know, everything goes in motions and in certain years, certain positions just fall a little bit more like uh, FanDuel, for example, they're over under at receivers in the first round is at three and a half. Interesting. I took the over. Let's hope that hits. I But I only have four in my first round. So, I mean, it just is how it is, I guess. Jared, opinions? I think it just comes down to every team in the first half of the draft that needs a receiver also needs a quarterback or an offensive tackle. And in the NFL, those are the two most important positions on the field. And in this, I also don't think in this class we have a Jamar Chase, a Justin Jefferson, a Garrett Wilson. So there's no reason to jump at a receiver this early when you can start finding them in the back half of your draft. Agreed. That works. Pick 22. Historical franchise. Lots of success in the 2000s, weirdly enough. Um, lots of question marks this offseason. They bring in OBJ, a wide receiver. And Lamar Jackson is still unsigned. The Baltimore Ravens are on the clock at 22. Jared, who's the pick? It's going to be the third wide receiver taken in the draft. And it's going to be one Quentin Johnson of TCU. Um, They just got OBJ like you just alluded to. Not sure he has the home run factor he once did. However, Johnson will bring that presence to the team. And I just think this is a home run pick for the Ravens in this spot. All right. I wish I wish right now I could do a trade because both teams would be my picks. That's a great pick, Quinston Johnson, because I, I say his name wrong every time I try and say it. I don't know why they put a T in Johnson. It just throws me off every time. Like Johnston, it makes me throw the whole word out. But, yeah, you have Rashad Bateman, 
um, tight end. Mark Andrews. Mark Andrews. You, Mark Andrews. You just signed OBJ. Now you add this guy. Um, if Lamar comes back, you know, and there's heavy rumors, though, that's, again, where we don't know. But this seems to be one of the two teams or three heavily involved in trying to acquire DeAndre Hopkins. So, um, but I like the pick of Quentin Johnston, unless they get DeAndre Hopkins on draft night. We'll see how that goes. Pick 23 belongs to the Minnesota Vikings. They are on the clock. Brad, who's the pick? Yeah, Miles Murphy's still on the board. He's a great edge rusher. And Darnell Wright is on the board, who I think is a tackle who should be gone. And this team defense may need help on the back end with Brian Branch, potentially. Or you look at guys like Emmanuel Forbes. But they lose Adam Thielen. And this is Justin Jefferson and a tight end. Like, I don't even know who their other receivers are. I think Zay Flowers, Boston College. We're going to go back-to-back-to-back wide receivers after Jeff just called out, where are these wide receivers? Now they're coming, you know. Maybe you finally finished your wings. It's getting late. You finally downed your beers. And you're kind of looking at the TV like, where are all the wide receivers? Well, as you're getting and paying for your check at B-Dubs, wide receivers are coming in. So I, I think this is bang, 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 three receivers. If there's no trades involved, all these teams need them. They're here. They're starting to fly off the board. Sometimes those trends start in a draft. One team takes a position. The rest start taking it. Zay Flowers to Minnesota. <clears throat> One of the uh, up-and-coming teams in this league. Potentially going to be running the NFC South for the foreseeable future. The Jacksonville Jaguars come in at pick 24. They're on the clock. Jared, who's the pick? There's a home run pick waiting for Actually, you. Actually, real quick, after coming off back-to-back number one picks, I should add, who's the pick here? Question before I make a pick. What does their offensive line look like? Good enough. So, tackle-wise, tackle tackle-wise. Cam Robinson. Solid, okay. I feel like that's it. And Darnell Wright, it looks like. <laughs> I I think in Darnell Wright still being there, that might be the pick. But I think I'm going to go with a defensive player, a hybrid okay. that can play in the nickel, Got can it. play high safety, field yep. safety. It's going to be Brian Branch. Brian Branch is going to get selected here by uh, Jacksonville. And it's funny enough because I thought for sure this team would sign Jordan Poyer when he almost left Buffalo. I was like, you got to go get him. It's perfect for you. They didn't end up doing it. Brian Branch is kind of like the perfect mix of falling to the late half of the first round. Jaguars sitting there. I think that's a home run pick. Uh, of all the teams in the back end of this draft, this team has no business being here. It's at 25, the New York football giants. Brad, it's it's your pick, man. What are you yeah. doing here? You could say the Giants need a wide receiver. Um, the trade I thought would be fun here. You know, I'm not even going to get into that. Um, I think they're going to take Darnell Wright. you got to protect Daniel Jones. Um, you're paying your elite, elite quarterback, Daniel Jones. You're going to have to protect him. Um, one thing I do want to clear up on this podcast, um, a lot of people all saw the Jalen Hurts quote where he said, money is cool, but I'm about winning championships. Um, virtually all of his money is signing bonuses for the next four years. Daniel Jones would be a minimum of $20 million more against the cap than Jalen hurts over the next four years. Just so you guys can take that in. It may not seem right. It may not seem like that's how it should be, but 
Daniel Jones is almost twice as expensive as Jalen Hurts over the next four years, and that's just crazy. I did see just just to clarify that this Daniel Jones contract is a basically it's actually more of a two year deal. They can get out of it after two years and completely cut ties with the rest of the money. But you are correct. He is more expensive over these next two years. But after two years, it's basically a dead deal. They could cut him. Pick 26 belongs to America's team, the Dallas Cowboys. Jared, you're on the clock. It's got to be uh, tight end Dalton Kincaid in this spot right here. Perfect. Uh, the only other option I see is maybe linebacker, but I think that's reaching in this spot. So I think it only makes sense for it to be Dalton Kincaid. I only think maybe the sorry he might he might be the best tight end, but he's a little bit older. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna put him here, and I like this pick for the for the Cowboys. Yeah, they only have to erase the last name on the roster spot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Pick 27 belongs to the Buffalo Bills. Brad. Yeah, the, the clock. Buffalo Bills wanted to go maybe O-line. Again, linebacker would be a reach. But, you know, Von Miller's getting up there in age, coming off a knee injury, and somehow Miles Murphy is still on the board, Ed Rusher from Clemson. They take him with a pretty quick enter of the card. This is a quick pick. Edge rusher, Miles Murphy from Clemson. Pick 28, the Cincinnati Bengals, Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, and company. They're on the clock. Jared, who's the pick here? Well, the Bengals are still not going to worry about defense quite yet, and we're going to take the next best running back in the draft. We're going to take Jameer Gibbs to add another level of explosiveness to this offense. Yeah, so normally I obviously destroy running back picks, as I did Brad's earlier, and I said I didn't support it. I do support it here simply because it's not who you picked. It's simply because the Bengals can afford to take a running back offensively. And second, with everything that's been going on with Joe Mixon, obviously pre-college, like college stuff, now NFL stuff, this might at this point be enough to just get rid of him. He was a captain for them for years. He's been a quality NFL guy, but now character issues become in question. Get a young running back rather than paying a guy. Jameer Gibbs makes a ton of sense here. It's a good pick. Pick 29. Stay with me here. I think at one point it belonged to the Niners, traded to the Dolphins, traded to Denver, traded to the Saints. Saints Regard- are what I, know. I don't know how they got Reg- it. Regardless, this belonged to four different people. It belongs to the New Orleans Saints. They're picking at 29. Brad, who's the pick? Yeah, they uh, they go into the back room and they take a quarter and they say best two out of three. Heads is Kalija Kansi. And tails is Brian Brees. They're going to take a D tackle. Uh, I think it's Clemson's Brian Brees. Kalijah Kansi, it, I think that's how you say that first name, is a great player. I don't think they can miss with either of those. Um, I think their offense is going to be okay, especially if Alvin Kamara avoids suspension. O-line decent. Weapons good with Michael Thomas coming back. Derek Carr. I think they need to work on that defense a bit. Um, starts up front in the trenches. Super Bowl runner-up, Philadelphia Eagles are back on the clock at pick 30. Jared, who's the pick? I'm going to have some fun with this one. 
So we have Dallas Goddard already with the Eagles. Want to be a run-heavy team? Why not draft Darnell Washington to have a two-tight end system? Add another blocker to the offensive line. And this, at this point, it's just a luxury pick. Just, you know, throw a piece of gum at the wall, hope it sticks right at this point. So we're going to go the biggest freak in the draft, Darnell Washington. That's a that's a nice pick. Remember, uh, Dallas Goddard dealt with a few injuries late in the season. Um, but, yeah, two tight end set. You're still going to have A.J. Brown and um, Devontae Smith out there. That, this team's loaded. I mean, they were just in the Super Bowl. I think that's a great pick. As long as I've been watching football, the Philadelphia Eagles have had quality tight ends. This is another one to add to their team. Makes makes perfect sense here. It's a great pick. The reigning Super Bowl champions come in at pick 31. This would be the end of the first round. We are going to give you guys an extra bonus pick after this. But who do you have Kansas City taking at this pick here, Brad? They're going to take the all-Big 12 tackle, Anton Harrison. Um, Orlando Brown Jr. leaves for less money to go protect Joe Burrow in a new challenge. So they could take wide receiver. There's none that knock your socks off. But I believe this is – there is a clear – five offensive tackles who are worth taking in the first round four that will be this is the fifth guy the last one who could be taken in the first round I think Kansas City you know they protect Patrick Mahomes Patrick Mahomes produces highlights every week they're in the Super Bowl every other year just kind of how they do things so for the sake of our mock, obviously we have two people picking. We're adding the extra pick. I know we've said that a few times. This person would not technically be a first-rounder. They wouldn't have the fifth-year option. Regardless, the Steelers are on the clock at pick 32 via Chicago. Jared, close us out. Who's getting picked here by the Steelers? So my mock draft that I did only went to 31. So I haven't even looked or thought about pick 32. However, I see a guy that played college ball in Pittsburgh. So I think – he might make sense here. Brad, I, tell me if I'm wrong, but is Clyde, you can't see a bad pick here or no? No, no, no. Defensive tackle. There's been quite a few of my mocks where he's already gone, so I end up taking Mozzie Smith from Michigan in this spot. Um, but if Kalijah Cansey's there, that's easy money. Um, I believe offensive tackle and corner is ideal, but with the tackles being gone, corner being addressed, D-tackle, they want more guys to mold because we don't know how much time Cameron Hayward has left. Gotcha. I would say that the next best tackle is Dewan Jones. I don't know how attractive that is. Well, Dewan Jones to us may sound good, but I believe in most Steelers circles and things that have leaked um, in their visit and their discussions, Mike Tomlin had uh, taken issue with potentially his work ethic, not his ability or his stature. But, you know, you hear guys, maybe other franchises have this, but a lot of times former Steelers are asked, who are they taking? It's like, well, the first thing they look for is, is that guy a Steeler? You know, it sounds cliche, but, like, if they don't like the guy's personality, they won't even begin to look at his skill set. Mock number one is in the books. Jared, would you like to give us your own personal mock here? Yeah, you want me to just go through it pretty quickly? There's a lot of the same yeah. picks, actually, to be honest yeah. with you. And yeah, you're yours with no trades, correctly? Correct. There's no trades. It's just where the teams are is where they are. Yeah, I mean, obviously run them down. Uh, read it okay. slow. But for the most part, I mean, we'll stop you when we need to stop you here. All righty. So, number one, Bryce Young. Simple, easy. Bryce Young. Number, number two, ironically, I picked Will Anderson in ours, but I have Tyree Wilson, Jr., 
going to the Texans in my mock okay. draft. Then Will Anderson, three to Arizona. Still like Richardson to the Colts at four. Jalen Carter, five to Seattle. Devin Witherspoon, six. I actually have Stroud going number seven to the Raiders in this spot. Okay. Uh, Nolan Smith, eight to the Falcons. And then Paris Johnson gets leaked back up with Justin Fields in Chicago at nine. Bijan at 10. Uh, Bill Levis at 11. To the Titans. Uh, Jackson, Jackson Smith and Jigba at 12 to the Texans. Uh, Michael Mayer, 13. Uh, Peter Skaronsky, 14. Broderick Jones, 15. Cornerback Deontay Banks to the Commanders at 16. Uh, Joey Porter Jr. going to play, fill his dad's shoes in Pittsburgh at 17. I have Kalijah Kansi at 18 here in my mock draft. And then wow. I have Tampa Bay. He fell to 32 in our, this past one. Yes. Yeah, so I actually ha- – so I think we had, what, Van Ness at 18? So it was between Kansi yeah. and Van Ness when I was up. I didn't think Van Ness would still be there in our mock draft, so I had to go with Van Ness. But I actually yep. have Kansi. Uh, Darnell Wright at 19 to Tampa Bay. Makes much more sense than the ones that one that we put out earlier. Okay. Uh and somehow I have Christian Gonzalez falling all the way to 20 to Seattle. I think that would be the steal of the draft if that happens. Ooh. Not sure how it does, but if it does, it's going to be nuts. Okay. And then the next three picks are the receivers that we took, and they're the same order. Addison at 21, Jeez. Johnston at 22, and Flowers at 23. And then I have Van Ness at 24 to the Jags. Brian Branch, 25. Kincaid going to Dallas at 26. Uh, Emmanuel Forbes at 27, cornerback of Mississippi State. And then I have Mozzie Smith going to the Bengals at 28. Brian Breesey at 29. Osiris Torrance at 30. And then Kansas City gets a steal at the end at Miles Murphy at 31. Yeah, I think that all looks really good. You actually had, you shockingly had a ton of the same picks. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. That means it won't be right, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Brad. I know you look forward to this. Yeah. Hit us off. Okay. So with the first pick, Carolina Panthers. Look, Bryce Young. I don't think anybody's shocked by that. We all can have the same thing. At number two, call me crazy. There's a few things that factor into this. I have Will Levis going to the Texans at number two. Part of this has to do not with my personal opinion, but if you guys follow betting odds, two days ago, Will Levis was plus 2,000 to go in the top two. As of yesterday, he was minus 200 to go in the top two. He's There's rumors he's telling his family the Panthers are taking him at one. Um, for whatever reason, um, I don't know if I wholeheartedly believe that he is – one of the top two quarterbacks. I believe in him a little more than you guys, I think, but I have Will Levis at number two. At number three, we have our first trade in the draft. Indianapolis is going to trade from four to three. They're going to move up one spot with the Cardinals. They see their guy has fallen to three, Anthony Richardson. I agree with Jared Redding on this. I think that's who they want. I think that's who they get. They're very happy with that. I guess, I guess let me stop you. Why do they need to move up from three to four? Because I think there's going to be other calls from other teams to move to three, maybe for CJ Stroud, but they don't know that 
they want to make sure they get their guy because maybe some people are like, I want whoever's left out of the top two and maybe they want their choice and the Titans would have to give up so much to move to three or maybe other teams like the Raiders stuff. I think the Colts can offer a good solid deal, move up to three, get their guy. And we've seen teams move up one spot in the past and we're always kind of like, really? But it happens. So Anthony Richardson at three, I think the Cardinals take a defensive captain for the next 10 years, Will Anderson Jr. I almost feel he has to be the first defensive player off the board. They get an edge rusher at four. At number five, I have a super fun trade here, okay? The Lions have the sixth pick, and the Seahawks have five. However, later in the first round, the Seahawks have eight or uh, 20, and the Lions have 18. They're going to flip-flop those two picks. The Lions are going to move back from 18 to 20 with the Seahawks, but they're going to move up one spot from six to five with the Seahawks. There may be other things on the back end, but I like them switching. And I think the Seahawks at 18, uh, it's later in the draft. I'll get to why I think that matters for them. But the Lions move up to five to take Jalen Carter. They don't want to miss out on Jalen Carter, defensive lineman. I think they need the run stopping more than anything. They take one of the biggest physical freaks in the last few years in the draft. At number six, the Seahawks, in their mind, said Jalen Carter or Tyree Wilson makes no difference to us. We'll take either. So they take Tyree Wilson right after that at number six. At number seven, the Raiders take the best corner in the draft, in my opinion, Devin Witherspoon, followed closely by the Falcons taking Christian Gonzalez. I think it's back-to-back corner-corner. How do you guys feel about the top eight? We're 25% through at the draft. What do you guys feel about that? I'm, yeah, I, I have no beefs yet. Okay. Boom, we have a bombshell at number nine, okay? My draft has a little sugar, a little spice, everything nice. Here's the chemical X, okay? The Tennessee Titans give next year's first round and Derrick Henry to the Chicago Bears to keep the 11th pick, but also pick up the ninth overall pick in the draft. So the Bears will acquire Derrick Henry and now a third first round pick in next year's draft. The Tennessee Titans select C.J. Stroud with the ninth overall pick. At number 10, the Eagles select B. John Robinson. So many weapons there. I already know where this is going now. And number 11, Jackson Smith and Jigba goes to C.J. Stroud to stay with the Titans. And the Titans are on cloud nine. Titans fans love what just happened. They got a receiver. They got now could also be Paris Johnson Jr. Give him his tackle. But let's get Jackson Smith and Jigba out there, C.J. Stroud, and uh, Mike Vrabel starting to build some Ohio State guys. What do you guys think about 9, 10, 11? A little bit of craziness by the Titans. I think Jeff is no longer a closet Titans fan with this with this draft. <laughs> You'd be accurate. <laughs> but still, I will, I will say this. There's a, there's a ton of intrigue there for C.J. Stroud if he lands with the Tennessee Titans. Truthfully, you get to play the team that passed on you in the Texans. You get to play – other team that passed on you in the Colts and you instantly become the second best quarterback in the division, regardless of who those teams draft. And weirdly enough, the Texans, the Colts and the Titans of the AFC South would all be playing with rookies. And personally, I waited a long time to say this. I think CJ Stroud is the best quarterback in this draft, better than Bryce Young. I I think he's he's a little soft. His draft so far down. I just, I think he's a little soft. I think he's he needs to play in a dome-like atmosphere or warmer weather. 
But I think C.J. Stroud is the best quarterback in this draft. Bryce is too young. No thank you on Anthony Richardson. I've seen that too many times. And Will Levis remains to be seen. I could be completely wrong on that. But no thanks on there, too. I've seen C.J. Stroud in losing efforts throw for 400 yards. I've seen him in winning efforts throw for 500. I've seen what I need to see. He's the best quarterback in this draft. The Titans would be head over heels. Yeah. So, and everyone talked about them shopping Derrick Henry and that kind of left. Well, the Bears need weapons on offense some more to help Justin Fields. He's the best running back in the NFL, arguably, and they get a next year's first. I think it's perfect. At number 12. Before, I, hey, before, you, before you go on, Brad, did you guys see the rumor about Henry to the Eagles? Anybody see that on social media anywhere? Yeah, some some idiot broke that on Twitter, and it literally caught the world on fire. People were like, what? Is this serious? Is this? It was apparently a hoax. Okay. <laughs> I, I didn't know. Too much money. It happened from some beat reporter with no credibility, dropped it on Twitter, and it caught like wildfire. Yeah. Even Taylor Lewan's like, holy shit, Derrick Henry get traded? It's like, oh. So, yeah, I did see that, but it was it was a hoax. All right, so at 12, the Houston Texans take uh, Lucas Van Ness. The best wide receiver is gone. I think they're going to go offense, defense, one pick each. Lucas Van Ness at 13, I think, again, Michael Mayer's just a home run at the Green Bay Packers. And at number 14, the Patriots are looking around like, did nobody take an offensive lineman yet in the draft? Peter Skronsky. Um, I think Paris Johnson and uh, Skronsky are the two top tackles. But um, I would just assume that Peter Skronsky going to Northwestern, uh, a heavy, smart school, I think they would just favor just the the intellect from Peter Skronsky. I feel like he would just do better for the Patriots. Um, the Jets, it helps that it helps that Rashawn Slater was just drafted and has played super well. Yeah. I think that would play into the fact that they would draft him here. But Paris Johnson goes one pick behind him to the New York Jets, who are elated to get a monster tackle. Like you, I don't think you can go wrong with these two guys. I think they're the top two guys. Um, Washington, who has a young quarterback that they've decided to go with, and Sam Howell decide we didn't think Broderick Jones would fall to here. I think they take an offensive tackle. Again, it's one of those things where one guy goes in that position, starts going, tackle, 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 bang, 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 right across the board. So Broderick Jones goes to Washington. The Steelers, Joey Porter Jr., if he's there, is being picked. I couldn't see it going any other way. And then here's where I was saying that switch. Now the Seahawks are up to 18 ahead of the Chargers. They will get their pick at any of the wide receivers that they want. Jackson Smith and Jigba's gone. They'll have a better look at receivers over the Chargers, who they know probably want one. Um, and I think they go Quentin Johnston. I, I think um, they, they still get the same pick that we had in the non-mock, but who knows if it would have went that way. Quentin Johnston did have a lot of um, draft capital building up throughout the combine and playing for TCU, who made it far. And uh, it's just another weapon for Geno. DK, uh, Tyler Lockett's getting older. He can move to the slot now. They have another outside guy. Um, I just think it works for what they do. And um, number 19, Chargers, Jordan Addison. I like that pick a lot. Number 19 belongs to Tampa. Oh, I'm sorry. The Chargers trade up with Tampa at 19 and 21. I apologize. I should have read it better. You're good. But. They switch up 19. The Chargers take Jordan Addison. Okay. Then it's the Lions at 20. The Lions could go. I think they go defensive back here again. I have them taking Deontay Banks, cornerback from Maryland. 
Um, again, it can't hurt to have three corners. They could have went Brian Branch, but they decided to take the corner. Tampa's at 21. Nolan Smith, edge rusher, Georgia. I think he may be a little bit of a project, but physically he's a monster. I think they need help on the defensive end. Um, they do not take a quarterback. Um, Maybe a Hendon Hooker here, but again, I don't think that they take one. Edge rusher, Nolan Smith, how do you feel about that, Jared? Is that a better pick? I think it's a great fit for Tampa based off the 3-4 system that they run, and he's a perfect stand-up outside backer, Shaquille Barrett style. So I love it. Yeah, much better pick. So 22. Time out. Time out. You brought yep. up a name. I feel like we have to talk about it. Does Hendon Hooker go in the first round? Neither of you mocked him here. Fred, you're not com- – okay, never mind. I'll shut up. I'll shut up. All right, keep keep, keep it rolling. Maybe. Keep it rolling. Um, so 22 is the Ravens. They make a trade here. The New York Giants come up from 26 to 22. And take- 25 to 22. I'm sorry, yes, 25 to 22. And they take Darnell Wright, offensive tackle from Tennessee. They would have never thought that he would fall back that far. And to see a tackle to protect Daniel Jones, they go up and they take him. At 23, the Vikings get Zay Flowers, wide receiver. They need weapons. Kirk Cousin needs guys to throw to. They lose Adam Thielen. They need to replace that production. Otherwise, Justin Jefferson's triple teamed every play, and the Vikings, you know, what happens then? We get to the Jaguars at 24. I, again, home run pick here. Brian Branch, safety Alabama. I just think it's a perfect fit. He's from down south playing in Bama. Goes straight to Jacksonville, a team on a mission and improving. Brian Branch to the Jaguars is just, I think that's an easy pick. At 25, the Baltimore Ravens select Miles Murphy, dominant edge player. you got to have the edge players. The Ravens are smacky in the mouth football, just like the rest of the AFC North is. I think he's a great pick. Um, again, Miles Murphy seems to slide in all my mocks, but he is he's a really good player. I think he'll go higher than any mock I've done. Um, 26, Cowboys, Dalton Kincaid. And if the Packers select a tight end or someone else does, they take Michael Mayer. I think a tight end is an easy pick here. However, I could see Jameer Gibbs. If Bijan somehow falls, Jeff, to your motto, Bijan Robinson, um, this team could take um, a, a running back. No, time out, time out. Not to my motto. Bijan to the Eagles makes sense. It's over now. Okay. So, okay. Real quick, Bijan to the Eagles makes sense because they're more of a complete team. The Bears are still building up. That's the only reason I gave you grief for the Bears there. Yeah, the fair. Bears trading for Derrick Henry, that's fine because they're gaining and they're getting Henry. That makes to- total sense. Yeah. I just think a running back for the Bears in that spot isn't the play. Bijan Robinson to the Eagles or even Bijan to the Cowboys, t- totally in play here. Yeah, yeah. I also think that the Cowboys may, or the Eagles may take a different player at 10 and know they'll get Bijan or Jameer Gibbs at 30 potentially. I think that's also a play for the Eagles. However, they take Dalton Kincaid. 27, the Buffalo Bills, Osiris Torrance, interior offensive line. If they're not taking running back, they're taking O-line. I just don't see another route that this, this team could take. Their team is Josh Allen. You have to protect him and give him more options constantly. Uh, 28, the Bengals. 
Jameer Gibbs. Joe Mixon's too many question marks. And Jameer Gibbs with 44 catches led Alabama last year in catches. Um, I've seen this. I've seen plenty of players have top end speed. I know he ran four, three, like eight at the combine, but I've seen Jameer Gibbs sprinting about to be caught and finding another gear. I don't, he just has that Deshaun Jackson and Mike Wallace, Tyreek Hill. Those are the only three guys I've really see have that like fifth imaginary gear. That's only on the football field. He has it. Um, 29, the New Orleans Saints take Brian Breesey, defensive tackle from Clemson. However, Philadelphia stays in the state and takes Kalijah Cansey right after. So I have him falling to the back end like our original duo mock. Um, so D-tackle, D-tackle. At 31, which would be the last pick in the first round, um, the Chiefs feel good about their team. Orlando Brown walked, but they're going to trade the pick. And from the second round pick 36, the Rams come into the first round to take Hendon Hooker with the 31st pick in the draft, the last pick in the first round. We don't know what's going on with Matt Stafford. We don't know what's going on with Sean McVay. We think we have Stafford for one more year. Talked about retirement. Let's groom Hendon Hooker off this knee injury. And then when Sean McVay and Matt Stafford leave, we have a guy we believe can take over. And if we did do a 32nd pick, the Steelers would take Anton Harrison tackle from Oklahoma, which I thought the Chiefs would take if they keep the pick. So that is my first round, Anton Harrison. I looked at draft grade through the whole first round, and they only gave me a B on one pick, and that was Michael Mayer to the Packers. But I stand firm that that's where he belongs. So that is... So you have Hendon Hooker getting traded back into the first round. Any chance we see him early, maybe to Tennessee, staying in state? Any... Yeah. Shock, is there a shock that he's a top 20 pick? I hear a lot of executives who work on the draft say he won't fall out of the top 20. I have a lot of people saying that he would be getting more recognition than Will Levis if he could have participated in all the offseason stuff instead of having injuries. Get that sound. On. Is it me? It might think, be me. I don't know. But they also said that – They also said – they also said that Hendon Hooker is now ahead of schedule. He just showed videos of him doing his first five-step drops. You know, it's individual workouts. We'll see. But um, I think Hendon Hooker, the over-under for quarterbacks in the first round is four and a half on FanDuel. I took the over. I think Hendon Hooker goes in. It's basically, are you thinking Hendon Hooker goes in the first? I think we, I think, we think the other four are. Um, some other fun ones over six over under six and a half offensive linemen, I believe was the number I had five tackles and a guard. So that's six or maybe it was five and a half. Another one that's really fun is one and a half over under running backs in the first round. So they're basically saying, does Jameer Gibbs go? Um, there's some fun ones. I have some money on the draft. Of course I would, but um yeah, man, it's lion season. Everyone's making stuff up, and I feel like the draft really starts at the number two pick. Because you could say, like, what if the Panthers don't take Bryce Young? They're taking a quarterback. That can't change much. But whether the Texans take a quarterback or a defensive player or trade out is really what's going to set the draft on fire. Because, Jeff, did you hear about the rumor that started today on, like, inside sources leaked out of the Patriots? So the newest big thing is, you know, Casario used to work with the Patriots and uh, they're, you know, in communication. 
They said the groundwork is laid. If the right guy is there at two, the Texans would send the number two pick to the Patriots for the number 14 pick, a future first, and Mac Jones. And the Patriots would trade to two with essentially no expectations in the division with the Dolphins, Bills, and Jets now with Aaron Rodgers. And for the next two years, if the right guy's at two, I don't know which guy that is. But depending on who the Panthers take, they're saying that the Texans and Patriots, Patriots and hey, you can have Mac Jones, a proven quarterback, 14 future first. And then the Houston Texans will be picking at 12 and 14, already having Mac Jones and Davis Mills on the roster and already knowing they have two first-round picks next year in the first. Bill Belichick will get a fresh start with a new quarterback and an actual offensive coordinator. So that is something that, like, I didn't think was totally unbelievable, but at the same time, what gets out of the Patriots organization? Again, everyone's blowing smoke everywhere, but that trade didn't seem too crazy. How would you feel about that, Jeff? You're sitting there watching Bryce Young goes one, and then, boom, Patriots go Mac Jones this year's first and next year's move up and take a quarterback. I'd rather trade for Lamar Jackson. That's, I mean, truthfully, where I'm at right now is finish finding out about Mac or start Zappy or trade for Lamar. I honestly have no interest in any of these rookie quarterbacks, not a single one. I also think that it, you know, say Bill Belichick did do that trade and then just took Will Anderson Jr. Like maybe Bailey Zappi's the guy and they're just going to pick him over Mac Jones. So they just want, they want one of them out of the building. Get rid of Mac Jones. You go with Bailey Zappi and you just take Will Anderson Jr. on defense. I mean, I don't know. It's interesting. So many teams can go a different route. You know, they say Sam Howell, but is Washington totally out if a quarterback falls to them at 16? Yeah. I think hooker to Washington is a spot to look out for. Absolutely. I, I, I like, um, I think, again, I think we're looking at Hendon Hooker in one, two, three, if he doesn't have that knee injury. And it just depends on if a team's willing to take a chance. But you look at early second round when the Cardinals are picking again or the Rams are finally picking, like Hendon Hooker I don't think is going to last very long if he makes it out of Thursday. I think he's a quick pick on Friday. Heck, even the Lions might even have an early pick because they have two picks in the second round as well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we gave you guys three mocks. We gave you a dual mock that kind of had no trades, and they were kind of forced to play off each other. We gave you Jared's mock. We gave you Brad's mock with trades. We're an hour and 20 minutes in. Hopefully you guys enjoyed it. Uh, Jared, any last words? Yeah, let's uh, let's hope the Lakers can close out the series tonight against the Grizzlies, baby. Let's go. <laughs> We're a pro LeBron pot on, over here at Real Talk. Absolutely. So, Brad, any uh, any closing remarks about the draft? Anything you want to uh, hit on? Nope. By the time you guys watch this, we should have this uh, this podcast posted. Um, we'll also be making a post for you guys to put your predictions, mocks, all that kinds of stuff that you want to post. Um, the page will obviously be very active during the draft, sharing picks, talking about it. We'll approve pretty much everything draft related on the night. Um, and I hope all your picks hit, man. I hope they all, they all work for your team. I hope you're all excited to buy that new Jersey. Um, draft season's always a good time. Go ahead, Jared. Before we go, I just want to get your guys' quarterback rankings for you personally. Top five. This draft. Yes, this draft. 
Yeah, I think that's fairly easy. Uh, though I here's the thing, like I'm not super passionate about it. I just for for me, I think CJ's best. So I'll go CJ one. I'll go Bryce two, but I wouldn't be shocked if he was a bust. I also wouldn't be shocked if he could be Russell Wilson. Like neither of those things shock me. Uh, but I'll go Bryce two. I'll go Will Levis three initially, but it could potentially turn into Anthony Richardson being three. But those things, those two are interchangeable for me. And then probably Hinton Hooker at five. I'm just struggling to say what I think, but I'm just going to say it out there. I think CJ Stroud's one. He fell the four in my mock because I'm trying to base that off what I'm reading too. I think CJ's number one. I think Will Levis is number two. I don't think Bryce Young's big enough. And to go along with that, um, CJ Stroud, Will Levis. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Hendon Hooker, then Anthony Richardson, then Bryce Young. Bryce Young has all the intangibles. I understand, but. I think he's going to go to a bad team. I think he's too small. I just think he's too small. I didn't like what I saw at Alabama's leading receiver was his running back. Um, he They didn't make the playoff, which that Alabama roster should have. Um, when he got hurt, I don't think they missed much. They didn't look like much of a different team without Bryce Young. Um, I thought they lost there. They won a lot of very close one possession games. And in college, Nick Saban's worth seven points. Um, I think Bryce Young's going to get drafted based off what he done. And people can say, well, Ohio State quarterbacks don't really do well in the NFL. Tell me the Alabama quarterbacks that are tearing it up. Like, I just – I like yeah. the guys who had to do more with less. But um, I, I think C.J. Stroud's got it all. People are questioning his mm-hmm. medals, but I just don't understand. I, he just couldn't beat Michigan the last two years. Other than that, he slaughtered everyone consistent. His bad games were 310 yards, two touchdowns. Like, I just don't – C.J. Stroud put up too much production. It's got to be number one. I, I mean, I agree. I think he is one. And I don't I don't know why we do this every year. Why, do, why does the NFL just absolutely change and go crazy on quarterback rankings? Like, we have no issue figuring out who the best two are, best three are. Yet we have C.J. Stroud falling to the middle of the teams. Like, what are we doing? Happens every year to somebody. Somebody's that player every year. Patrick Mahomes uh, is like tenth. Yeah, my my biggest thing is, and I said this a couple pods ago, and I've been on this theory and this bandwagon that after this draft first round is complete, the Lamar Jackson sweepstakes begins, because anybody in the top fifteen doesn't want to give up a top 15 pick now, but doesn't mind giving up the next two once that pick is gone because they think with Lamar on their team, they will be better. I am praying that New England attacks Lamar Jackson and brings him in post just this first round. I hope it's Friday morning, literally right after the draft. And they're like, we got Lamar Jackson. Like that would be the best news ever. Uh, I, I already guys. I told you my three. I'm I'm either okay with with running it back with Mac and seeing what we have with an offensive coordinator. These weapons. I'm okay with going with Zappy, or I just want to go all in on Lamar Jackson. Those are my three. And I think post draft we potentially will find out what sweepstakes that is. I said this to Brad a while ago. Lamar Jackson won't be touched until post first round. So as soon as Friday starts, that's when the sweepstakes begins. 
I do agree with something Jared mentioned a little bit when he was like, do they take Will Levis, uh, Drake May, or Caleb Williams? Um, Drake May and Caleb Williams are one and two in this draft. I think they would go. C.J. Stroud, I still think, would be a top three and in the conversation. I don't think Bryce Young's talked about it. There's other quarterbacks that are clearly better, and Bryce Young finds a home somewhere. But um, there are some teams, like we alluded to, that quarterbacks will pass them if they don't feel like it's the guy because next year there's two absolute weapons coming out of the draft. And there will be a third and a fourth that pop up during the year and get you know, get up there and get talked about like there always is. J.J. McCarthy. But you did allude to it, Jared. Drake, Drake May and Caleb Williams are freaky. Boys, we all good? Yeah, man. I'm just. It's been fun. Thanks for listening. Uh, enjoy your draft. I hope all your teams pick the right players. I just hope they all suck afterwards. So we're out. Real, <laughs> real talk. The hate. Peace.